0: Ladies and gentlemen, happy to have you Lakeside. It's the first inaugural open mic night of the season and of the summer. But we're not going to stop here, folks. This is DJ Hopsy baby boy with my boy Six here. Introducing our first act of the evening. A fearless combatant known to thrash the microphone going by none other than Coming to the stage with no instruments, no beats, and nothing but an acapella voice and a rhyme and that's side of that mind. Folks, this is Salty Baby Boy. Put your hands together for my boy making noise. Folks, this is The Lake Show. What else do you want to know? Welcome back, Lakers. This is The Lake Show, episode 18, with my good, dear, old friend, Salty. How you doing there, my man?
1: Doing great again. How about you, brother?
0: Not bad at all. It is, uh, what is it? It's, it's right now, as we are recording, it is Wednesday, 5.15 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's Wednesday, May 29th, 2019. <laughs> And uh, I'm happy to be here with you all the weather's finally kind of taking a little bit of a turn and uh, it's been the li- is it almost been like two and a half weeks since we pumped one of these out I'm sorry I feel bad yeah, it's the summertime yeah I'm just yeah we'll, we'll cheat we'll try to get a couple <laughs> more out but um some people came up and asked if we were coming up with an episode and finally we have so thank you uh we were gonna come up with one last week and uh we were gonna get I'm uh, no, I don't know, we were going to get Corey Marquardt on, have us on, and then I kind of essentially just looked off him and Salty, and we just didn't get that done in time, so we're back this week. Very happy to have Warren Taylor on with a fresh interview after the very exciting news of him making the turn to professional volleyball, so we'll be happy to bring that to you later. We just got off the phone with him. That was fun. He had uh, you know some good things to say about his time in Nipissing and uh, where he's come to today, and... Yeah, it's just, it's been a little bit, it's been some time since we spoke. You know, what's been going on with you, Salt?
1: Uh, nothing too much, man. Honestly, just been supply teaching a lot. It's been, uh, it's been a lot of fun. Still with uh, the younger ones, I've been bump- popping around from about grade six all the way to kindergarten. So uh, some really good stories, some good, interesting activities happening there, but it's been fun. It's been a really good experience for that and really enjoying it. That's
0: hilarious. Um, yeah, how, how are the kids? What do you notice about uh, that age group a little different or, you know, you like it more or what do you think?
1: definitely different i'm not sure if i like it more in fact i think i'm more of a high school teacher i realize that now which is probably a good thing to realize early on um it's definitely a different game like it's a, it's almost teaching like i get why they make you decide early if you want to go high school or um with the younger ones just to so kind of have an idea and kind of get to to get used to it but it's it's a different ball game man it's it's a lot more hands-on i would say um but it's it's still fun they're hilarious and they just like to have fun honestly
0: that's unreal. Well, at least you're trying yeah. different things. You know, you're you're growing as a teacher and a young professional. <laughs> and that's what it's all about. And I'm really happy. Hey,
1: thanks, man. Uh, how about you? Are you growing as your
0: uh, bartender of the year again? <laughs> yeah, well, we'll see. It's uh, unfortunately the boat is kind of weather permitting at the moment. The weather has been not too nice so far. So hopefully it gets a little nicer here going on here on out. But yeah, we got some fun things going on. Um, this isn't really an ad. This is not an advertisement for the boat by the way. No free This ads. is for my own benefit. But, yeah, no, no free ads on the Lake Show <laughs> or no ads as we have in the Lake Show ever. Yeah. No ads. If anyone wants to, you know, get someone on here with an ad. Yeah. I want an ad read. I hear all these podcasts on ad reads. I'm like, I want me and Salty busting out some ad reads. <laughs> Has so anyone ever listened to this? Someone actually you know what? We... Jared Smith wants us to do an ad read, but until he uh, forks up some of this uh, merchandise or some, <laughs> some sort of payment structure, we're not getting him yeah. an ad read yet. So hopefully he hears this, <laughs> and uh, we'll talk about that future really. But yeah, so anyways, where the heck was I going with that? Um, Talking about the boat? Yeah, so yeah, the boat's just been it's been raining. But any, anyways, what I've been constructing, I've convinced them to do open mic nights on Monday nights.
1: Come on, seriously?
0: Yes, it's going to be a mo- mojito night which I also convinced that oh. I love mojitos. Mojitos are unbelievable. Are you were in that place now or what? What's going on? No, but I don't know. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know why. Just, like, I've thrown a lot of ideas off them and people when I've worked as a bartender and no one's ever taken any of them and then someone said yes to this one. So it's kind of frightening. Um, so That's I'm sick. the host. I'm going to be the host of this open mic night on Monday night. On the mic. It starts June 3rd. And if anyone listening to this likes to play music or do stand-up com- comedy poetry if you want to give up and give a speech like i don't know just any anything <laughs> anyone co- someone come on there because i'm trying to put this on and i'm kind of worried it's going to be a bust at this point i'm and I, I don't want it to be so someone help me out some people come out we have uh, some fun drinks going out there some Mojitos that going to get pretty fun and they got some new lighting on the patio down there best spot in town Ooh. i got to say i think you know open mic down there in the water going to be pretty sweet so maybe june 3rd is the first one so maybe come check it out and we'll be doing it every monday so that is not an advertisement for the boat that is me promoting the event i put on <laughs> so, That's awesome man. Yeah, it'll be fun and i've never done anything like that so we'll see Are you performing? <laughs> I don't know. I got to make the <laughs> drinks so I wanted to. Oh, okay. I, was called, I, was like, I was like practicing songs and like trying to sing. I was like, <laughs> I'm going to perform. And then uh, they were probably like, no, no, you're not. And I was like, it's probably a good idea. <laughs> but I, yeah, I don't know many people that play the guitar or sing or perform in town. So I've asked like the three people I do to play and <laughs> it's not going very well. I've been like trying to like, I'll buy in lunch. I'll do, I'm just trying to get them going. But yeah, I, 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 I feel like of the will... day. Hopefully we get this out yeah. time and someone can. There'll be a sign-up sheet or something. And I'll maybe I'll link it to an Instagram post. Not a free ad, like really? I said, just promoting. Something like <laughs> but yeah, so that and uh, that's been fun. Um, I actually wanted to talk about this. This is not fun. Lots has actually happened <laughs> since our last episode. Lots indeed. I am really nine. So I we were talking about this Strava app. Remember how I was going on about the bike and how I'm going to bike. Yeah. Everywhere, um, this new <laughs> yeah, you were just you were just talking about it. i don't know if it was karma for me i don't know if i was getting cocky on the bike like so when i came home that day i came i rode my bike to the gym like and i rode home and i was texting you i'm like hey i'm going home from the gym i'm gonna we're gonna do the podcast and so i did i came home and i put my bike up on the porch because i was about to run back out and go out quickly again and then i ended up not and for some reason when i ended up not i just forgot that my bike was out there unlocked because i meant to go right back uh, on it and i'm yeah. sitting in here like for like two hours whatever we do the whole podcast and literally we just finished doing it i literally hung up i went downstairs sit on the couch and like i thought i heard something at the door or whatever i thought it was my roommate coming in nothing there and then i thought in my head i was like oh my god the bike's out there and i oh, ran no. up and looked and of course bike's god and then, that's ballsy, man. Someone I just kind of take I was your there. Bike. I was there, man. I, I was in oh, that. What home. do you do?
1: What do you do if you see that person do it?
0: I don't think I can say it on this
1: podcast, but like, I know. But like, do you just do you leave? Do you chase them? Like, that's I, tough. I, they I, have a I bike? Do. I,
0: so, this is the yeah. nerve of the fella, too. But so, Buddy doesn't only steal my bike, Buddy leaves his old crap bike on my yard. Stop. He just, yeah, he rubbed it right in my face. <laughs>
2: It's oh my like peeing yeah. on my
0: lawn. He left his scrapyard, junkyard bike. So I thought in my head that I thought I heard him, like I said, in the steps. Yeah, so yeah, I come yeah. humming off the steps and I jump on his t- bike and I go and I start pedaling. I'm like, no wonder he stole mine. This bike's terrible. And I'm like <laughs> riding around North Bay trying to find the guy. And then I ended up going back home. I called the police and I was trying to get a cruiser to come meet me. And they wouldn't. <laughs> so, <laughs> and they draw the line. They I just gave, didn't want to do it. I gave them the description. and She's long gone. It was so sad. I literally had it for like four days, man. I was. Oh. What's the
1: description? Maybe somebody sees it around town.
0: Yeah, I got to give a good description. I don't know. I don't even really have a, I don't have a picture of it. But if anyone sees it, it was a Trek bike. It was like a <laughs> mountain bike. Like, I don't know. It was decent size. I'm a big guy. Yeah. It was like a large frame. <laughs> Like a trek, a trek thirty five hundred. It had a cores light emblem on like the top bar. It had Bontrager tires. I'm trying to think about it, it had. Shimano components. Jeez. And like, I'm just. It had a, it has a blue bell with a soccer ball on it. <laughs> I, don't I don't know why, but it did. And I so if someone sees it had this, a basket in like, the front and... about seeing this guy in town and just confronting him and being like, "That's my
2: bike." I just yeah, wanted to see say a like
0: blue... I just wanted to say like the guy could have like, I, if I saw him, I'd be like race me for it right now <laughs> on I'd, the bike or without the bike. If he raced me on a bike, like bike for yeah. bike, I, there's no chance he'd get it from me. So, all right. So, what are you saying? He'd have to earn it. Just like it's just a joke. It just makes me so <laughs> mad. It's my own fault because I did not lock it up. But it was on my own porch. Like the guy had the nerve yeah, to walk up and. That's crazy. I don't want to keep going on, but unfortunately, it was a bad. It was a tough week. I heard of a little bad spree of some people getting some bad luck with some stuff getting broken into. So it's summertime. People are out and about all at night too now, especially because it's yeah. night out now. So lock up your stuff. That's all I can say. Lock, lock up your bikes. Lock, lock your bikes. Even, there's a there's bike thief coming around. On the porch. He's,
1: he's, hey, maybe someone. A
0: bike, call me.
1: <laughs> maybe he's, he's already ditched your Corzyme bike for a better bike already. Somebody else's house.
0: Oh, this is the best part. So I let, I just was so mad. I just left the bike. So I have a picnic table in my front yard and the guy like yeah. leaned his bike up against the picnic table. So when originally I went outside, my bike was up on the porch and I saw the bike by the picnic table and I was like, oh my God. Like, there's no chance. It just got moved. Like this is someone else's bike. They left. Anyway, so I just left it right where he put it. After I like went for my spiel around the town on his, I left I it there. And then, like four days later, someone stole that bike from. Are the, you uh, serious? I'm not even joking. <laughs> You think it's the
1: same guy just picking up his own? His yeah, own just bike like, ah, well, he doesn't want it. I'll take it back.
0: That's the thing. Like, like this guy's biking around here. Like, I want to see him. Like, just no, I, that's what
1: I mean. Like, that's not a big city. Like, I'm sure you can maybe run into him.
0: I think He must have painted it or something. Like, what would you do? Like, like who steals a bike? Like, I just. I honestly yeah. like it's my own fault. I was just talking to someone about how. Like, I grew up in Calgary, and I knew several of my friends got their bikes stolen, which was, you know, obviously tragic as a child, but, you know, it's Calgary. It's yeah. an unbelievable big city, lots of people, and then, right. you know, I was hearing of something. I heard someone about getting, you know, something like that stolen in North Bay, and I was kind of like, oh, it's kind of crazy that would happen here, and then I was like, I never got a bike stolen of mine, like, kind of saying it, like, "No, I never had one stolen. Like, I was a big biker back in the day. Like, I used to yeah mountain biking, and I never had one, and then... Literally, it feels like a week later, put in the mouth. My bike's off flying. Oh, I honestly, I swear it happened while we were talking in episode 17. (laughs) I'm not even joking. Like, I'm speaking on the mic, and buddy's riding my bike, doing probably a (laughs) week down the road oh maybe he's an avid listener he knew we were
1: recording he's like oh this is my time to do it
0: (laughs) oh maybe i just makes me sick i just like i hope he painted it because at the day i just like if i ever do you imagine he's just riding around town (laughs) he probably is man
1: i wouldn't be surprised if this guy
0: was i'm just gonna sit on my porch one day it just makes me sick (laughs) anyways anyone has a bike lying around they want to let me borrow (laughs) speaking speaking
1: of bikes though actually today at school this remember this is what grade six to kindergarten school and Um, you're in an announcement as I'm leaving school. It's a principal talking. He's like, Yeah, to whoever uh took all the airs out of three bikes that are hanging around the bike racks, come to my office. Blah blah. blah." It's like, That's pretty ballsy, too. Just kid comes around and just unplugs all the air out of all the bikes sitting there.
0: That's actually hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) And also, like, what is like, I because I remember like I'm picturing. Whenever someone says, like, when you're saying that, I'm picturing my elementary school playground in my head. I feel <laughs> yeah, like yeah. everyone does that. When you talk about the playground, you picture your hundred you grew up in. So I'm picturing, and there was definitely kids hanging around the bike racks. Teachers didn't really yeah. want you there. To yeah, get yeah. the air out of all three tires, I feel like <laughs> someone would have had to have been like, Hey, Tommy, like, what are you doing over there? But
1: <laughs> Man, and I'm like... I, I take part of responsibility here. Like I'm outside most of the day too. When the kids go outside, and I didn't see anybody do that, so I don't know how who this guy or girl is, who's been. Oh, you know, same thing with you. It might be a, gr- a girl or a guy stealing your bike. But hey, who knows, man? There's a bike thief and the bike air taker outer hanging around. Uh, and yeah, you can imagine how I'm rattle,
0: how I'm just picturing because I I rode my bike to school until, once my parents let me. I rode my bike to school every day. If someone took the air out of my tires, out of the young Harry's tires, I think I would have been so mad. Imagine having to, like, push your bike home. Like, I rode my bike to school because it was quicker than walking, for real. Imagine having to walk home now pushing my bike. That's sick. That's (laughs) That's so embarrassing. That's actually hilarious, though. That's kind of a good drag, but wow. Dude,
1: these kids are, like,
0: 12 max, too, like... This, are kids doing weird. any crazy stuff? Like, are, are kids playing any crazy pranks when you've been like supply teacher, um, you know, yet? Or what's like the craziest thing you've seen as a young teacher?
1: Nothing too bad yet. A lot of like some kids just throw stuff. Like they don't care. It's mostly what they say. You know what I mean? Like they'll just talk and they don't care because they don't they don't get it. Right? They don't like a lot of like the social awareness stuff is just not there yet. So like. If you have something on your face that day or something's wrong with you, like heads up cuz they're shooting like they're going to say something about it and they don't care like in front of anybody.
0: I feel like so, they yeah, also probably are very educated because of the they're like they probably all know how to use like iPads and stuff.
1: They do, man. They do. They do more than half of the teachers there, like I'm not kidding. Um it's it's scary how well they understand all this stuff.
0: Well, they'd be born with it. Literally playing with it.
1: Exactly. But at the same time, though, like I, I was in kindergarten class and um, we did a bunch of stuff that day and, and whatever. And I, I kind of come in and out sometimes as an EA too. And one of the times I was in I was a, as an EA, the teacher put on a video for like five minutes. All the kids stopped what they're doing, sat down perfectly and listened. And that's like the only thing that gets them like completely listen and not doing anything. Like to me, that was scary, man. Like,
0: what, like is it they, more like a video or something plays?
1: Yeah, like if something goes on like the smart or whatever, like that's when boom, sit down, sits just listen. And anything else, the teacher's like – not yelling but like you know talking loudly and trying to get them to calm down nothing works except if you throw a video on so like is it more that's what they're used to you know what i mean like from home like our parents just you know thrown on tv or giving them an ipad now to just relax or is it just the fact that they really like it like i will point, you know or is it both like i don't know but it's getting pretty scary
0: certainly gets their attention either or
1: yeah because they don't really respond to face-to-face interaction yet especially at young at that young of an age right so
0: well, I feel like, I especially know. at that age, like you can socially bury your head into a, you know, yeah. a gadget or something like that. And I don't know, kids are always so hilarious at that age to begin with.
1: They are, man. They're so funny. It's yeah. <laughs> so fun to work with too. That's awesome.
0: So, uh, should we throw it over to our to our interview? I guess you know we might as well as we keep going on here about bad topics like bicycle theft <laughs> and whatnot. So we might as well just kick it over to the big body, Warren Taylor. Yeah, uh, here we go. Without further <laughs> ado, doubt. Um very happy to have another interview. We were getting scared there. We weren't going to have a guest there. So Warren popped on the <laughs> horn about, what was that, about an hour ago and said he'd do it. So it came in perfect timing. And without further ado, we're going to kick it off to him. And I love, how, I just want to quickly say to Chirp you and myself i love how we do this we always kick it off and then it literally just goes like to nothing and then it just goes to me being like welcome back it's just hilarious i love it yes, just keep it do. open to the advertisements we don't have anyway i'm gonna <laughs> shut up but back to the back to our next interview series and episode 18 of the lake show stay tuned Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Lake Show. Happy again to have you and happy to be back with another great interview this week. Um, w- without further ado, let's just bring the man on himself, Nipsing alumni, Warren Taylor, volleyball player. I'm just going to pass it right over to him. Warren, so happy to have you. Good guy. Good friend of mine. Just want to give you a quick uh, little, just tell the people who you are and um, give them a little introduction about the man himself and uh, who you are. Happy to have you.
2: Hey, Lakers podcast. Uh, My name is Warren Taylor, and uh, I used to be a Lakers volleyball athlete at Nipissing. Um, Graduated um, with my accounting BBA, um, and then went and played for the Canadian team this year, their national excellence program, and just finished that. Um, Going to be representing Canada at the FISU Games in uh, Italy very shortly in the next month and uh also oh, just yeah. signed a pro contract so yeah really? life's, life's wow. going well
1: yeah <laughs> pretty good uh, pretty good week for you
0: that just came that. out today so tell us a little bit about that so i didn't like that's unbelievable and and to, to stretch your career past just at nipissing so just tell us a little bit about what that jump is and and where you're headed and just kind of give us the rundown because I saw the post today. I didn't see much about it, and now you're having you on. This is a perfect opportunity to just give us a rundown of what you're about to embark on, buddy.
2: Cool, man. Um, so I'm going into a league that has 12 teams. Uh, the team I'm going to be joining is called Odalena Voda. Uh, we're the arrows, so we like an airplane. It's actually a sick logo. I was like very pumped. I, was
1: like, <laughs> I actually saw it too. It, it looks like pretty sweet. <laughs> <movie. Yeah.
2: laughs> Like, we'll, this have is
0: we'll have to put it out on social media when we put the yeah.
2: uh, episode out. 100 percent Like I was just pumped to see the logo. I'm like, I could wrap that.
1: Or in the signs for the logo it has nothing to do with the team.
2: Hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. No, that's no, not real. No. So
0: like the, tell us more. So where is this? What what country is it in?
2: So it's in the Czech Republic. I'm sixteen kilometers outside of Prague. So I'm in a town called Otolena Voda. Um, And like I said before, there's 12 teams and my team was a top five team. So basically we got to quarters and lost. So like in volleyball, if if your team's doing that, like anybody could win. I'm sure it's like, well, have you guys seen the hockey playoffs this year? Like anybody can win as well. So
0: let's. You're going to a competitive team too. You're not just jumping into some, you know, pro franchise. It's no slow. No,
2: no. no. And it's, it's one of the top leagues in, in Europe. I mean, you have leagues all around in all the different countries, you know, you're your Germany, your Italy, um, and all that. other countries have some too. But oh, and I can't Poland, obviously good volleyball. Russia, very good volleyball as well. Um so it's it's very cool to to be joining a top league and uh yeah, it's gonna really test my skills next year. So I'm I'm very excited to to embark on this next adventure.
1: Six, 16 kilometers from Prague Warren, that's uh you're knocking on the door of a big city there. That's pretty sweet.
2: I'm um, just a small town boy living in a lonely ever. world, buddy.
1: <laughs> That's awful. That's exciting, man, too. And you were saying you're also going to Italy to represent Canada, right? This is your second time going around?
2: Second time. So the first time I did it was a couple years ago. Um, I actually was able to go to that with Steve and Cam, which is very exciting, and Coach Young, which is very exciting. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that was that was sweet. We, we placed like uh, 11th out of 22 teams. So like mid-pack. So I'm, I'm hoping we do even better, better this year. Um, so it's it's a team or, um, yeah, similar, similar type of team. Um, I, I'm not sure exactly who's, like I know who, like who made it and all, but like, I don't know if the team's going to be stronger. I've played with some of the guys. I mean, I've played against these guys in the OUA. And when I go and try out for the national team in the summer, um, I always come against these guys all the time, so it's to play with these guys is going to be top notch because I'm playing with high caliber players. So I'm very excited.
0: So what year was the first time you went to the Visu Games?
2: 2017.
0: 2017. So, that was, so you're is it every is it every year? It's every two years. Every two years, so you're back at it again. Little veteran presence.
2: Little veteran presence. This is my last year. I can do it though because you have to be under like 24 and under. So it's okay, my last cool. time.
0: Right, on. and you said it's in Italy.
2: Yeah, Naples. Naples, Italy.
0: And when does that take place?
2: I believe um, that takes place uh, like July 1st to like 15th. That's
1: so got to take a schedule. It'll be in Czech Republic. We'll
0: have to have you do a little follow-up, maybe touch in with you again and see how that went out experience after because that sounds unreal.
2: Oh, 100%. Like, maybe I'm a
0: recurring just... guest too, a little Czech Republic correspondent.
2: Oh, dude. I'll definitely <laughs> check in when I'm over in Czech. I have to be careful what I say there because they're like, yeah, they don't want you talking <laughs> about the league all too much. Um, like I'm said, dead serious. Like I can't talk about the league or anything like that, or else I get in trouble. So that's what?
0: fine though, and that's understandable. Yeah, but- yeah, it's
2: like it's part of the contract, but it's all good. It's all good.
0: Yeah, okay, gotcha, gotcha. How? So how? 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 Common is that for like you know people in your instance coming out of the OUA to make that jump to professional volleyball overseas is that is that common is that what a lot of people are doing is that what people are striving for or is that just kind of unique in your scenario?
2: Um, so my own teammate Cam Branch last year made the jump to play pro in Austria. Obviously, the guy's a physical beast. You guys all know Cam. Um, but no, it's starting to be more prevalent uh, among players to make the jump there's a league that will fit everybody. Um, and yeah, like if you want to make the jump, it's definitely possible. If you have the right connections, um, if you want to play in top leagues, however, that's just another, another thing. Like you have to be top notch. Like I would, I'd say guys that are coming out of Canada, that, that they're not sure if they're good enough for this, or that to go take an extra year and do what I did this year, which was at the national excellence program. And it's pretty much, Pro volleyball, a pro volleyball setting in Gatineau, Quebec, um, and you train pretty much twice a day, five five times a week. So that includes weight training and like strength strength classes, and all the whole nine yards. So
0: and this yeah, is what if you, you did all to be, year.
2: That's what I did all year. Yeah, I was in Gatineau. I was I was training with the national team. That's so unreal. so they pick a squad of twelve. So if if you think you're like a, a top player for your position in in, in your province possibly even in the country definitely definitely apply even if you're younger like if you were like oh I don't know schools for me I want to just maybe go make the jump to pro if you if you want to do that like go to NEP for a year Uh, the coach is unbelievable Dan Lewis he was a a libero for Team Canada for probably more than a decade Um, and he he was he's very he's very knowledgeable about nutrition the thing about Dan Lewis which was really sick was You know, you'd have your practice, you'd be with him already like six hours a day and you'd be at home, whatever, watching Netflix, 8 or 9 p.m., just resting after you've stretched and you'll get a DM and you're like, what's this? And it's like him completely analyzing your play and it's like, this is wrong. This is what you need to do. So like to have a coach like that, that's willing, even on his own time to go the extra mile to help you out. Like that's what changes players. Like if you bring that culture, then that's going to make me want to take it even more serious you know I'll, I'll put the extras hours in i'll go and watch the game film see what he's talking about and try and implement that in practice
0: definitely unreal, he man. In as
2: a player absolutely
1: and uh, i just wanted to track back a little bit just because i know you started out here in the beautiful town of ottawa
2: and played for the mavericks correct yes that is that is correct
1: <laughs> nice and uh actually you played for my old high school coach i'm pretty sure right
2: frank saint denis
1: frank man yeah, yeah yeah frank so what do you yeah, want so,
2: to go. Go?
1: yeah Thanks, yeah so nice. how uh what was the impact he had on you there and kind of you know take us from uh the Mavericks up to kind of your process of getting up to Nipsing?
2: so it all started like when I was like 15 I went to a, a Madawaska summer co- summer camp and that's where all the volleyball players go in the summer and uh yeah it was like a sick camp and all the boys were like hey Warren you, you should switch clubs like you play for like fusion you should you switch to the Mavericks. Like, let's make a super team. So we're all kind of like looking at each other like, guys, you know, it's a rivalry. But we're like, yo, like, like back then, it's like the Golden State thing. It's like, yeah, like, let's do it. Yeah, I was just going to so say, it's the good.
1: same time as uh, LeBron and Chris Bosh. Exactly. I'm I, think, I, think, I think the, the time is the
2: same So that kind of <laughs> happened. And the boys like teamed up and like 17U, we made it to like the national final. 18U, we got to, to bronze, a national. So like, yeah, we had a sick team, but that was all due to Coach Kerry McLean. Very, very knowledgeable. He was the owner of the club, uh, right. Mavericks Volleyball Club. And then his son, Karch, coached us the next year when we got um, to the national final. And then Frank in my 18-year year. And Frank is just – he just tells you how it is, man. It's like, oh, no, man. you can't bullshit. You can't bullshit, Frank. Like Frank's going to tell you make- what you need. Yeah, he's gonna tell you how to succeed. He's gonna tell you all the tools, <laughs> and, and he's not really gonna give you a, a chance to like mess up or anything. It's just like, yeah. do it or don't play for me. Or you're done. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I've seen him make people cry, play, man. You know, he's an absolute monster. Yeah. Yeah. So like with Frank, you're like, oh, you're like, you don't. I don't even want to look over at the bench sometimes. You know, like you're just like, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm, just gonna <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm just gonna perform.
0: Yeah.
1: Exactly.
2: Perform. Yeah.
1: I remember one year he was so pissed off our team. Uh, I think it was a tournament before off, so he, he completely stopped coaching because he was so upset. He just started playing Candy Crush on the side. So he turned around, he's playing Candy Crush uh, on our bench. It was a joke.
2: What a legend! That's the way to do yeah. it, man.
1: <laughs> really send a message.
2: I out mean, kind uh, of disappointed. I wasn't Flappy Bird kind of questionable, but.
1: <laughs> so then you you step away from Mavs, and uh, how did you get linked up with NipSing?
2: So, um. My dear older sister Victoria uh, was going to Nipissing. And I had gone down to visit, and the campus was like sweet. Like, you just got the brand new library, you just got the brand new gym. And I'm like, okay, like, sweet. Saw the change room, and I was like, actually, like, my first year, we had the soccer change room before the soccer team switched. Because you guys have more players, obviously, makes more sense. Just do the switch, but we had that big change room had the logo in the middle. So I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty like down. Like this is sick,
1: man. The locker room was a a deal, a deal maker for so many people. It's hilarious. People see the locker rooms in Nipissing, especially in the in the in the gym,
2: they love it. It's hilarious. Oh, dude, like yes, other like other teams around the OUA have good change rooms, but like Nipissing's is top notch. I'm not gonna lie, like we're very lucky to have the facilities we have. Even with like the weight room. Like, pretty decent. Especially yeah. now with, like, the assault bikes just added upstairs. And I was up there, like, a week ago, which is pretty sweet.
0: Nice. Yeah. I've worked out there straight for three years. I got no complaints. I, I like our AC a lot. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah,
2: that's
1: sick.
0: Yeah.
1: And you guys have a sick room, too, eh, Herbs?
0: Our room is actually gross, too. In ter- like, yeah. we have a very nice room. And, and I think in, in terms of, like, from people I know that play in other places, like, not that they don't have nice rooms and stuff, but you know, compared to other other places to play in the league, I think you know where ours is definitely top notch as well. And well, obviously, we play in probably the best rink in the OEA. If well, one of the one of the best because no other teams play in like OHL rinks. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. So nice we're very trip. lucky at Nipissing. We got good facilities too, man, with the soccer field. Yeah, we really now, do. And you get OI. Yeah.
2: Oh, I don't yeah, know. What like
0: for volleyball, like what I I've never really seen many of the other places because usually the ranks are never attached to like the gyms. Like like I don't I, Nipsey must be up there pretty sweet for volleyball setups too. I think we've talked about this on other episodes of volleyball players.
2: Yeah, it's pretty good. Um yeah, it's good. I have no complaints about that. I mean I did I did five years there, no complaints. So definitely what your
0: top five favorite places to play when you play in this league. Top like, five like Like, road places to visit and play in the league, like, universities to play
2: against. Ooh. Um, The biggest, well, the biggest rivalry, like, you know, like, when you have a team, not necessarily that you hate, or you could hate them, but they're just always in your ear, and they're they're yapping, the fans are yapping. It was always Guelph, like, and we'd always meet them, and, like, if we did go to playoffs, first round, so it's like, you know, I like, give you an example. Like I'm just like warming up, minding my own business. I don't, I don't chirp unless I, know, I, you know, I, need to. Um, but I was going around, and and <laughs> buddy's just looking, staring at me. He's like, "What are you looking at?" I'm like, "Clearly not you. Like get away from me. Like you're a loser. Like who, who are you?" And then the, There's the thing one or two skills are like-, and like, yeah, you know, I used to wear the the camel like wrist sleeve or like arm sleeve. Hey Warren, where's your, your left arm? It's like, I, <laughs> it's like, you know, it's like, cool, man. Like if, if, you, if you know me well, just going to hype me up. I'm probably going to pop off and score an extra five to 10 points on you guys. But
1: you actually know, I, I remember that. my, I think it was my, my first year. I went to go watch one of your games. My roommate Nate Shrown was on, on the team at the time too. And um, I kind of knew of Warren cause I played against you once uh, in high school and stuff like that, but I didn't really know you yet. And um I forget what happened. Somebody was chirping you through the net and something had happened, there altercation going on. I think it was U of T. And you, I think you blocked the same guy like three times after like monster blocks and you gave him oh. the belt. And I think that was your, one of your classic <laughs> celebrations. <laughs> he gave him the like tie Domi belt and the whole place went nuts. It was hilarious.
2: Yeah, man. World Heavyweight Championship of the world, man.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was, my, that was my favorite. I favorite that belt
2: on showed him his boss. That's
0: right. <laughs> I, I, I never say.
2: Yeah. Uh, I think I was at UFT U in their, their old gym before they got their, their Superdome there. I actually you remember that. Didn't... I popped off that Someone game. Like... Yeah, that, was, that was a sick game. I think I had like I'm a, I'm a... the most blocks I've ever had in a game in regular season. Um, that was like five or six in one game, which was sick. And then I broke that completely in my fourth year with like 13 against 12. Like absolutely like that's huge oh, yeah. numbers in the middle for blocking. Like oh, yeah. blockers get like two to three blocks, four blocks a game. Like get like twelve. Like that's, that's, that's <laughs> No, was that in playoffs? That was in playoffs. Like we didn't we didn't win, but it was like it's a very close game, very very close game.
0: That's Fifth set, uh, right?
2: so yeah. that was a sweet game. Unfortunately, we couldn't move on, but
0: um, wow. at least we see it some jam for the playoffs.
2: Got to win, right? So.
0: Yeah, absolutely, unfortunately. So how was
1: having – we had uh, Coach Younger on not too long ago, a couple episodes ago actually. Um, do you want to speak about him and kind of the, the impact you had on your career and where you are now?
2: So, yeah, Coach Coach Young was very, very welcoming. Like the first time I remember just coming, sitting down, having dinner with him on my recruiting trip and like staying over. I got to practice with the team, and like get to watch the Lakers volleyball team. Like it was pretty sweet when I was – the time I was coming in because we were switching over from – college sports to to use sports and yeah. uh you know the guys had just come off winning the national championship in college so like to like come in and like you know try and like keep the program going after that like I was like excited I got to be with the guys that were had just won like Frankie Edgecombe and Taylor Bilby some some, some Laker volleyball legends exactly so like that was definitely like huge for me like I was coming in as, like, a, a top recruit for for middle blocker. And then I had these monsters playing. It was sick.
1: How was the transition, like, with the team did you find going from, um, like you said, college ball to now going to, like, OUA? How did that all go down? Like, what was the process for that? I'm sure it was pretty interesting for you coming in as your first year.
2: Um, well, like, for me, one, I was just playing, you know, OVA. I was just playing club. And, yeah. you know, you go to your Ontario's and you go to your nationals and like, really, if you're a top team, there's only like two or three te- teams that can like sit with you. And then when you switch over to collegiate, you know, like I had guys five years older older than me. I was still a boy, you know, coming in on like a, a buck 85. And these guys are 220 <laughs> strong, way more technical. So like, definitely like. I definitely had a really good first year. I remember that. I worked my ass off, but um, oh, are we all rookie, right? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Um, oh yeah! <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, man, exactly. The game, the game changed, and now the game's changing again. Like, you know, you get to a certain point where you're a top player there, and then you go to the next level, and then it's like you're average. And then you have to do what it takes to get to yourself to become extraordinary again, or a little bit better than everyone else. So then, so now it's just like it comes down to every little thing, like nutrition, like getting a kick-ass workout program, um, you know, doing less sometimes, you know, like hey, Warren, come out. Nah, sorry, man, I got to stay in. You know, staying to my sleep schedule and really trying to narrow it down and and yeah, get it going the lifestyle.
0: Oh 100% yeah. especially at that level when everyone's trying to you know be that competitive you go anything you can do to get that edge it's unreal but yeah. it's fun though it's, it's got to be fun and I think it's just so cool I just always say I always think it's unreal I always love to pe- ask people about like their like their steps to get to like to continue playing after because like in my opinion just to, whatever sport you're playing when if you can keep playing at that high level and stay competitive like there's nothing better than playing sports, but when you can keep playing them like competitively when, it, you know, when it, like, it really matters, I feel like there's there's nothing better in the world. than That feeling.
2: definitely
0: it's unreal. That you're still doing
2: that. Yeah, hundred percent. There's nothing better, but now the difference is, is I'm not just doing it while I'm getting my education. Like it's my job, and like going to the country of, of Czech Republic. Like you guys should read up on their their history. But they were in between wars all the time and you know Mm their country actually split up into to other countries and you know it's it's gonna be very military I think there when I go there so like might be something to adjust to but also like I've I've had coaches that have been tough on me before and I've learned how to take care of my body a lot this year going to NEP and just doing what it takes like at a certain point, like there's only so much you can do for your body with like foam rolling and stretching and you, you end up having to go get extra help just to get those little kinks out. So now, now, now like being more uh, disciplined and really just having the tools, I wouldn't say I wasn't disciplined. I'd say having a larger knowledge base on how to take care of my body and how the body works um, to make, to make you uh, be athletic. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely better off than I was. I'll tell you that. Well,
0: i think 100 percent too and you did you play five years at nip right am i wrong
2: five like, yeah, yeah
0: when you play five years and i found this too now playing four and i about to go into my fifth of playing like i've found like i'm i've played four or five years now it's probably the same for you of like when you're not like you're kind of done growing you kind of know your body and you got like that time to really f- find out how your body reacts and what you mm-hmm. know what you gotta do to make your body feel good and I think, you know, now that you've put in that extra year, too, Like you got six years under your belt, you know, kind of like post-secondary going to pro here. And, you know, I I see you in the gym and stuff. Looks like you take good care of yourself. And, you know, you're pretty you're pretty stern with that. So I think all power to you, man. I think you're going to be doing fine. And I just think that's unreal, man.
2: Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Um, You guys ever get uh, Stevie on here. Steve D. He's playing pro, right?
0: Yeah, we, yeah we're, we've we're been talking about getting him on because he's over in Germany, and it it seemed like he had a really good time over there, and I believe he's going back.
2: That's sick.
0: Yeah, we, we got might a just need guys. A... Man, Nip's got a couple guys that have been. Uh, yeah, exactly. A couple guys and girls that have been continuing their uh, you know careers post you know after you know graduation, so you know good for them, and we'll try to have them all on. It you know it's fun to talk to all of you. 100%. Get a hot stove.
1: For everybody in is Europe together.
2: So interesting for me, like Nipissing is a small school. Like we don't have more than like. But uh, we have like five thousand like students until I have like players representing our our school like this is pretty unbelievable.
0: Yeah, no, it definitely, it's definitely it's pretty cool. It's definitely it's exciting to know like a lot of you know the all of CIS or U sports. Sorry, don't get enough credit, and it's just funny to realize that you know you just got all these athletes just kind of cutting around like nobody's and not to be rude in a sense, but you know what I mean, like yeah you you got some pretty good people cutting around here some pretty good people that have gone through this all these programs and we're pretty lucky
1: it's pretty special for nipsing too because like usually like we've talked about this before we usually know all of our athletes too right like before before calling you up for this interview like i knew you really well harps knew you really well like we all kind of know each other so when we do see someone doing so well in europe and stuff like you feel like you know we're all friends and we all you know i could Text them or call them and ask them how they're doing at any time it makes a difference. Whereas some big schools maybe you don't, not as close as all the athletes. So I think that's a big part of it.
2: Yeah, it's very cool. And like the libraries, like you see your boys all the time, like Friday night, like see the boys. Like you're 100% right. Like everyone knows each other so well. And like it wasn't like a high school, it wasn't like that, but it was like everyone was like friends. It was like, I really like Nipissing. It was like, a very nice community to be in. I really enjoy my time there.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't think you'd get too many other schools that have that community factor that Nip does. Not, no chance, in my opinion. Yeah, no.
2: I agree with that. Hundred percent.
0: Like that's why I was. And I I don't. Not that I don't think there's another school with another podcast. Which is, you know, shout out to us. Absolutely huge beauty. <laughs> but uh, if there were, if there were to be in, like, see these two guys had a guest on, right? Like, it's just funny. Like, like Salty just said. Like, we both kind of. You know, know you priorly to having you on. It's not like we're kind of strangers having you on for some weird float interview. It's funny <laughs> to make like, that community kind of factor. Like we already, everyone does kind of know each other. It's weird. You kind of you go here through here for four years. You know, you go to the IC and work out for four years. You know, you you can't really help but to kind of know all the athletes around there. It's kind of you know, it's, it's awesome.
1: Appreciate you coming on, man, and uh, we're we're excited for you. Everything's coming up. Um, you're going to represent us at Visu Games, and you're also heading mm-hmm. out to Czech Republic. So thanks again for coming on. means a lot, dude, and we'll have to check in with you when you're down there.
2: Oh, man, no problem at all. It was a pleasure. Thanks for having me on again.
0: Yeah, thanks, Warren, man. This is always fun, and uh, we'll definitely have to check up with you after the Visu Games there in July, and maybe again when you're over there in the Czech Republic.
2: Czech Republic. <laughs> yeah, Do they
0: speak English over there? About to
2: find uh, out. Maybe some of the players, because you get players from all over the world. Is pro, but I don't. I really don't know. I think there's a guy from the states on my team, which would be sweet. Like maybe I could room with him, so that I'm not like yeah, completely Make him your best isolated. Friend. Like I, yeah, that's odd, that man. language is definitely going to be a bit ba- a barrier, bro. Like I'm gonna have to learn. Yeah, You'll be uh.
0: speaking Czech next next podcast you're on.
1: Yeah, next interview you're not speaking English at all.
2: Volleyball club, like
0: he will be a complete
2: check. Yeah, we'll I'm have really to get like a translator. <laughs> can't even speak
0: English anymore.
2: Just... His
1: American <laughs> roommate's going to be the one
0: translating to this. He's the best volleyball player in check ever. <laughs> we'll see All right, we'll we'll Warren. catch up with you. Thanks, buddy. This was awesome. Thanks, brother.
2: Take care, guys.
0: Okay, see you, buddy. Wow. Holy moly. Whoa. That was interesting. I like that. I don't know what that was. But I don't know this. what that was. I think stroke a stroke as a young, as a young man. Uh, I didn't know what to say there. And I don't I'm Sorry about that. But that was fun. That was good. And I love these. Uh, that was a perfect time to have him on because I literally just yeah. heard the, the news about him signing. So great to have him on fresh after the news. And it's cool to hear about these different sports. Like, I won't lie. Like, I don't not being into volleyball myself like there's you have to there's so much like more about the sport that you don't really realize until you like talk to someone about it so when you actually have someone on like warren who's been through some cool stuff it's really nice to hear about it and i think that was cool that he had the option to do what he did with that canadian excellence program and just yeah you know like honestly for him like playing high that high level and then now getting out of school and having a year to actually instead of just worried about school and training and you know obviously we all take great care of our bodies as athletes but i could only imagine what it would have felt like for him having that all that time to look after himself make his body feel good that's your only concern you're not worried about school like it probably would have been really refreshing and
1: man, I remember like for us, our training camp would start two weeks, two and a half weeks before uh, the school started and stuff. And just those two weeks of not having school and just being like playing soccer and training and stuff, but you've kind of felt like the pro-life a little bit and the taste of it. It was unbelievable. Like, it, like not obviously knocking the school, like so glad we all did it. And that's where, the, whole, the reason why we're there. But for those couple weeks and stuff, like it's, it's kind of cool to get that feeling of, you know, just playing sports, worrying about that, worrying about your body and stuff. It's, it's a neat experience.
0: Oh, absolutely. That's why, like, I always tell anyone, like, if you have the opportunity to continue playing, regardless of what amount of money, and a lot of people look at that as like, oh, I'm not going there because of money and whatever. But like, come on, like, if you get the opportunity yeah. to play, continue to play, be competitive. I think that's unbelievable. So for sure, man. I think that's cool. That was a good interview. That was fun, and um, we're looking to get some really cool ones this summer. Uh, we're like, we, I, we we're trying to get these episodes to be. a – Not weekly, but you know, we want to come up with a couple of months still. And I think convocation weekend, that June 11th to 12th, 13th, whatever it is, those days there, we're going to have a couple uh, cool ones. I hope so. And a couple for sure, anyways. And we'll have some really cool episodes that week. And um, that's actually coming up pretty quick, Salty. eh?
1: It is. Yeah. (laughs) It's not next week. It's the week after, I believe. So it'll be coming up pretty quick. Um, and yeah, like you said, I'm excited. that We're in contact with a couple of people that are on uh, on TV, so that'll be pretty sweet if we can kind of like link them up and get them going. And uh, it's also some also, ooh, sorry, also some interesting people just at our school. Like we've got some phenomenal people hanging around campus, and we're excited to talk to them too. So it should be fun. Have a little bit of like a media day stuff and bank some interviews and be ready for the entire summer.
0: Absolutely, and it's also a really fun weekend for everyone graduating. It's a really yeah. Good time to get uh, some family out and you know kind of show them where we all went to school. and, and It's have, a really cool time of the year. Yeah, it's a great time, and I'm sure a lot of everyone will be back in town. So hopefully I'll be out there to see some of you all, and uh, it'll be fun. It always is.
1: I also want to drop a little uh, tidbit of news uh, that was released this week, I believe. The OUA sport has a new governance structure, and our very own and very own guests of the show – President and Vice Chancellor Dr. Mike DeGagne is the chair of the new assembled board of directors. So pretty huge news there. Like they're assembling a board of directors, and our guy our is guy at
0: the top. Our, our Mike, man is
1: at the top.
0: The big body. I'm, I'm stand <laughs> the big deck making decisions. Now he's making decisions provincially, wild, athletically. That's unreal. <laughs> that's, that's huge, man. Yeah, that's unreal. That's actually really good. And that's uh, that's you know, that shows a lot to you know him and then our in our university and great to have a presence like that and and now he's you know involved with athletics is, you know it's, it's it's great it's a great thing for everyone
1: yeah you could tell they're just like having that conversation <laughs> with him sitting down like he has that presence and and that feel to him where you could see him really you know doing well in that type of uh environment so yeah good good for the school but most importantly like congrats to him and uh you know hope everything goes well
0: no, oh, and I'm sure it will. So that's, uh, again, yeah, congrats to uh, Mr. Mike Taganya, And uh, absolutely looked forward to seeing what he does in the future, continuing to do great things here at Nipissing and you know abroad as well around in, in all his endeavors. So congrats to him and congrats to Nipissing University because we really are the best, everyone. Just remember that.
1: We're the best.
0: Life. We are, Salty. I actually was waiting for you to say that. I'm so thankful. <laughs> my debut, singing
1: debut on the <laughs> there show. You
0: go. So. It's not gonna be the end, buddy. I'll tell you that right no, now. No, I'll be I'll be there
1: Monday, uh, June third at the boat. No free ads, but make sure to be there for you the there. open you night. You should night. be there.
0: Yeah, you should be there. I think Salty's gonna come up and sing, right? You said you were.
1: <laughs> hey, if I was in town, we'd be performing a duet, that's for sure.
0: I would hundred percent. Like honestly, like I if I'm allowed to play, I just need someone to sing for me. I'll yeah, play fair. the guitar. Well, I bought a harmonica too this week. I started. Humming yeah, you harmonica. were showing that's hilarious. Yeah.
1: I'm sure Next episode, have to have you bust it out and play us a tune or something.
0: We'll have to have a live music episode.
1: <laughs> that would be funny. We'll get the camera out again, you know, dust that off and get our YouTube video in. That's something else yeah. we should do, uh, you know, as we're spitballing here on the show live. Um, <laughs> we should do that too uh, the week that I'm back up. See if we can get some of our bigger interviews on video too.
0: We need to. We always say that yeah i know i have this thing like i i want to do it but like i've had this always had this like fear like i don't ever find vloggers cool yeah (laughs) so like i'm always like well well, if i don't ever think anyone's cool like why would anyone want to listen to me like i don't (laughs) know we're gonna try it we'll try to make it good and see what happens and uh hopefully anything i say too seriously Um, (laughs) but i think we've been saying it and i think that this is the weekend it needs to happen yeah you're right you gotta make it happen. You, you gotta, you know, you gotta add that. You gotta uh, add that visual to the audio. They say that <laughs> to grow your podcast brand, they they say that's you so crucial. in all the online things I've googled, because I'm Here aware of this. We'll just right have
1: up. like a, a setup, like right off, right after when you graduate and you you get, uh, you know, the big dog Mike Degania, hands over your your diploma. You just walk off the stage. And we'll be sitting there with a the mic and a camera, ready to interview everybody to come by. <laughs> Just
0: everyone. I'll have it up there. Yeah. I'll interview him as I walk. Like
1: up. a 10-second interview, just say their names and then you leave.
0: In like we said, individual journalism is not dead. <laughs> it never will die. long as me and Salty are together with the mics.
1: What do you think? It was a pretty good episode.
0: I think we had a good time. I don't know where we're at yeah, here. Because we did it in little blocks there, so I don't know how long it is yet. Yeah. I think uh I think we're looking pretty good. We're doing good here. That's good. Well, it's always fun doing these folks. I'm really glad to still be doing this. And it's funny now coming back for a fifth year, which I never thought I would have been doing. Looks like me and Salty are going for another lap with all of you as well. Cannot wait. And also, I'm just going to put this out there right now. Me and Salty didn't really talk about this before, but we are next year, or maybe we did talk, about. we've talked about this. I can't even remember. Now. We always do this where we have these conversations without recording, and I don't remember <laughs> yeah. if we talked about it actually on the show or just yeah. while we were shooting, you know, around before or after. So anyways... Next year, we're gonna look to like branch out and have some sort of like an apprentice program because we don't want this podcast to die after we both graduate, and it really wouldn't make sense if either of us continued to do it after we graduated. We're not students, so we're looking to kind of maybe you know see who's out there that would like to maybe take over the the year after, and that would definitely mean that we'd like to have you on a couple times next year to kind of show you the ropes because you know. so it could show you so much of all the experience we have,
2: <laughs> of we,
0: uh, anyways, could just maybe get the people familiar with the new voice of the lake show. Yeah. Maybe one day, and we're talking this is long term, this is gonna, you know, we're, we're still hoping to do this for another year, but we gotta start talking about this now because I don't want it to all of a sudden, you know, pop up on us. So, if anyone wants to come on and talk to us, uh, we'd love to have it. We could have you on for an in show interview and see how you do, and maybe we could have you be an apprentice. So, anyways, uh, always fun doing this. Um, I would like to make some of this stuff go on to Instagram more often so we can interact with people and talk about yeah. stuff that people want us to talk about. And uh, yeah, that'd be awesome.
1: Yeah. So, like you said, though, maybe we'll hold some, uh, some auditions or something soon and, and kick, get that going, you know, get some taking
0: applications. Yeah, I'm sure there'll be I'm sure there'll be like thousands of them flying in, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. I like how we say this and like well, it'll be just crickets. Like there's this last Yeah, hopefully actually,
1: someone actually made it this long into the episode so they can listen I, to it. I always
0: wonder <laughs> I wonder how many people actually made it this far. You no, know, <laughs> okay, you know, let's you know, do you this. You know, you know, Go. definitely did if We can always say this is you know thanks thanks, uh Mitch, thanks Jim. For that's money. exactly right that's exactly you know, I, right i know my dad's listening to this so yep same here actually Christmas. i can always count on you and actually big news guys, what's that
1: big news my big mitch is uh, retiring on friday
0: friday the last yeah, big
1: day. uh the last days on friday so yeah i just want to give him a shout out there is uh 35 years of before- uh full-time and 40 years of service at the beer store so he's a legend there and he's finally taking wow. putting his steel toes to the side yeah so that's uh, congrats big mitch
0: yeah holy well we'll have to have a we might we'll have to have him on for some some words about his retirement party
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually you know what that'd be hilarious we should do that that's fun.
0: unreal well congrats to your dad for uh you know Thanks, uh, man. good work and pipe and you know what does and a well-deserved retirement there you go yeah, more time to listen to the lake show hear what your son's talking about <laughs> yeah we
1: might have to get Jim and Big at the same time on
0: that'd be terrifying my dad would probably <laughs> the show down on joking it. <laughs> I don't know my dad would like that probably yeah that'd be fine well, well we're probably just yeah. talking to them too anyways so. we might as well it's, it's kind of like we're on a four way call because I'm sure no one else is like <laughs> yeah exactly anyways folks this is always a real pleasure to do for all of you i hope someone is still listening we're having a really good time bringing it to you all this is the lake show folks what else do you want to know stay stevie